there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow the money. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Welcome in. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Mitch Moss along with Paulie Howard. We are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. And starting this hour, talking Game 7 tonight, NBA Eastern Conference Finals, Celtics and the Heat Boston, a 7 or a 7.5 point favorite. Total 203, 203.5-ish. Always shop around for the best number. And Sam Paniotovich joins the program now. He does a great job covering gambling for Nesson. Sam, good morning. Thanks for the time, as always. Let's start with this. Can you take? We mentioned this a couple of weeks ago when you were on. You have a bet here from like a month ago on the Heat to win the Eastern Conference. Take us through that, the number that you got on it, and tell us why no hedge at this point against Miami. Well, I feel like I missed my... My move to hedge, Mitch and Paul. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, May fifth, uh, they're tied with the Knicks, one-one in the East, and and I just I thought going back to South Beach, they were going to win three and four, and then they could pretty much finish off New York in either five or six. So I thought it was a pretty decent roadmap, and uh, bet them uh, at plus nine fifty for just over a dime uh, to win about thirteen. And you know when Miami goes up three nothing on Boston, you're you're like, well, the Heat are minus sixteen hundred now. I'm not gonna I'm not going to hedge that, and maybe I should have at that point in time. But, you know, I, I love your guys' show because we're not just talking about, like, who do you like and what do you love. It's about strategy. And You know, if it's not going to change your life, you, you don't have to hedge. It's your bet. It's your money. And I, I people that listen to my show, I, I go, look, you are in a position right now to do whatever you want. Like, if you have life-changing money, if you're going to win, like, thousands and thousands of dollars, now you can hedge. But but hedging is always a personal preference, and I, I always laugh at people that say, well, you have to hedge or you should never hedge. Like, it's a personal choice. We all agree on that, right? I mean, I think that you have to. I mean, we had a guest on 30 minutes ago, Nigel Seeley, who kind of, he scoffs at the entire notion. Like, his whole thing is, 
Uh, I made the bet. I like the bet. Hedging is for Gardner, so he's not going to do it. I don't look at it that way, but um, I also wonder, though, like if you believe in hedging, do you do it every single time when you are betting futures? Because if you if you like pick and choose, doesn't that kind of throw it for a wrinkle as well? Because when you're picking and choosing, then you're going to be throwing money in the trash, it seems, anyway. Yeah, I don't think you should pick and choose. I think your strategy should should remain strong, pro or con. Um, but again, I mean, if you're, if you're betting over a dime, like I, I don't, I don't think that that, you know, relatively speaking, like, I don't think that's a lot of money. Um, and then like, let's say I have the 13, if Miami wins at all, what am I going to do? Bet three dimes on Boston down three, nothing like I just, and then I only win 10. So it's a, it's a fascinating conversation. Again, I don't think there's a right or wrong answer. I'm, I'm with you. You can't pick or choose. But look, if you're gonna, if you have a bet like, say, say you bet Gonzaga before they went to play North Carolina in 2017 in the national championship, and you made a pop on Gonzaga at 70 to one, the year they had Karnowski and and uh, you know Nigel Williams Goss, and you bet them for 500 at 70 to one, that's a different conversation, right? Because that's life changing money. We're talking about a 70 to one shot. But no, a dime at, at 950, yeah. I, I don't think that's life-changing money, and I didn't hedge it. But look, if I had you know, the Baltimore Orioles to win the World Series, and, and now that that's you know, 35, 40 to 1, and it could have been 100 to 1, it's a different conversation. I, just, I think it depends on, on what you have, on the number you got. But you know, if it's not life-changing, I, I don't think you hedge. That's my strategy. Now, this is a little bit different because it was an award, and it wasn't an actual game or a series or a future like who's going to win the championship. But when I had the Brooke Lopez ticket this year to win defensive player of the year at 500 to one that paid six figures. So yes, I was going to hedge that way. And it seemed like it was only down. The writing was on the wall. It was like Lopez or Jaron Jackson. So it worked out perfectly where I didn't really have to fade or add too many other players because it just worked out that way this year. So I was adding Jaron Jackson over and over and over again happy to give away some of that money if Brooke Lopez would cash a ticket that paid $100,000, you know? Yeah, well, like I said, that's life-changing money, and, and that's something that you have to consider. you got a 500-to-1 ticket. It's a lot different than my bet. It's plus 950. But I think at the end of the day, we can all agree, you know, the, the right bet, the proper future bet at the right time puts you in a position to do whatever you want. And, and even if you didn't want to hedge that, Mitch, if you felt that strongly about it and, and you made Brooke Lopez minus – you know, 20,000 to win the award on your 500 to one bet, like that, that bet put you in a position to do whatever you want. And that's the same thing I told people on chicken dinner. Look, you could take Boston right now at eight to one if you want, but it's your call. I can't drive over to your house, you know, hold you at gunpoint and drive you to the bank and make you hedge. Like it's your call. It's Mm -hmm. your call. It's your money. The only thing that would surprise me tonight would probably be like a 125 to 122 game, uh, something like that. And we've seen the total come down nine points. Uh, from Game 6. What do you think happens tonight? This maddening, as Bob Ryan said, annoying Celtics team trying to make history here. But also, I mean, what? It, it's just so many things. It's just infuriating to watch. You're up nine with three minutes. The horrible late-game offense. The, the, the dramatic shot by White. Horford's silly foul. Missed free throws. This team in the last two years in the playoffs has done it all with the horrible losses and the unbelievable road wins. Yeah, man, I, I can't imagine being a Celtics fan because this team, you, you could argue, Paul, they should have won the NBA Finals last Absolutely. year. Absolutely. 
and they should not have ever gone down three nothing to a freaking eight seed. I mean, like the mm-hmm. fact that it got there. I think that's the funny part of the conversation. Like, oh my god, this could be the 04 Red Sox. It's like, all right, well, it's a little different. Like the Yankees won a hundred games that year. <laughs> you know, the, the Heat are an eight seed that almost lost to the Bulls, and then uh, you know, yes. like, shouldn't even be here. So it, that that is maddening in itself. Um, I can tell you this from a betting standpoint, and I'm not past posting here because I didn't make this bet, but the sharpest guys I know right away took eight and a half and eight mm-hmm. with the heat tonight. Mm-hmm. Bang, bang, bang. And as we see, you know, you guys look over your shoulder. It's, it's seven right now at Circa. I, I would, I would imagine it's a closer game. Um, I, I love the dogs usually in game seven, especially the ones that are playing with house money. I, you know, the funny, I think another funny conversation is, well, who's the pressure on? Well, I, I, who knows? You can't quantify that. Um, but, but you would think the way that the, the Celtics have, have closed these games that they're going to be a little erratic here. And I do think Spoh going to throw his best punch today. I, I, I think he sort of got outmatched in game six a little bit, but the, the one thing that would surprise me guys is if Caleb Martin has a, a goose egg, this guy has been nothing but efficient in this entire series and, and more than his points. I don't want to talk about his point prop and say, well, he's went over in all six, even though he has, I mean, that's not the biggest sample size. Look at Caleb Martin's minutes in game one. He played 29 in game two, 32 game three, 34 game four, 35. They're getting blown out in six. He plays 31 and then in Aaron five. And then in game six, he plays 40 minutes. This guy has been super efficient super effective, more minutes, more run, more opportunity. And he's scoring like at will 15, 25, 18, 16, 14, 21. He's hit that prop in all six games. And I, I talked to a guy who said, look, if he can actually pull this off, he might be the MVP of the Eastern conference finals. And you look at his prop, his point prop, they've caught up a little bit. It's, it's 15 and a half right now at DraftKings. You got to go over and lay 15. But this guy is taking 11, 16, 11, 12, 13 shots. He's making his threes. He's making all of his free throws. Like, this guy, like, the one thing that would surprise me in game seven is if Caleb Martin doesn't deliver. Like, that guy's been the definition of deliverance all series. You're, dude, you're spot mm-hmm. on. I mean, mm-hmm. and by the way, I'm looking at the game log right now. I guess you can call one game, that was game five, kind of a stinker. He was five of 12. But to your point, your word, uh, he was efficient, right? 7 of 13, 6 of 9, 7 of 11, 11 of 16, 6 of 11. Not only are the minutes going up, but his efficiency from the floor has been fantastic. And I, I would totally agree with that. I, I've been making the case so the, the show today. I don't know if I can trust the voters with this, Sammy, but if the Heat win this game tonight and this guy is rock solid again and he has like 18 or 20 points, he'd get my vote to win the Eastern Conference Finals MVP. He's been their best player throughout the course of the series. There's no doubt. Yep. And, you know, for as good as Caleb Martin has been, look at Kevin Love's box score. Wes and I were texting about this the other day. There have been two bets that have been automatic this series. Caleb Martin's over and Kevin Love's under. Kevin Love has been a dud. Eight, mm-hmm. zero, five, six, and six. And he's not even playing anymore. In fact, DraftKings took his number off the board. Uh, there's no props up on Love because we don't know how much he's going to play. But, yeah, Martin's been awesome. Um, but really, I mean, look, Bam and Jimmy were awful for three quarters last game. Yes. And if those guys don't play well in game seven, boys, they don't have a shot in hell to win this tonight. Mm-hmm. Yep, totally agree. You can follow Sammy on Twitter. He is at SP Shoot. His podcast is the Chicken Dinner Podcast, and he covers sports betting for Nesson as well. Thanks, pal. We appreciate the time. Good luck with the heat tonight. 
All right, I'm going to be sweating all night. If I see any of those old four Red Sox, I'm going to vomit. Oh, they'll be there. Oh, yes. they already, oh absolutely. Thanks, Sam. Damon said he'll be. Paul Pierce, uh, Paul Pierce will be there. He already said it. Uh, that's a I mean, can you? Um, how many times is he going to do the choke, the Butler in the, put his hand, do the Reggie Miller? Well, everything's backwards with the Celtics. I like you to want have somebody him. come out in a wheelchair sometime and put that in his face. <laughs> you want you want him in a big game on the road. You don't want him in a big game at home. Mm-hmm. Again, they're five hundred at home straight up the last two years in the playoffs, and they've set the record here with five straight wins on the road when facing elimination. That's nuts. How okay. about this? So I, I have no recollection of two thousand three Portland or ninety four Denver. The last two teams to force a game seven down 0-3. Do you? 94 Denver, yes. You remember o- that? 3 Portland. I have no record. That was Bonzi, Wells, Zach Randolph. It's oh. against Dirk and Nash and the Mavs. And how about this one? Wow. Luke, Luke, our producer from New England. The 2010 Boston Bruins led 3 nothing and lost the series to Philadelphia and also led game 7-3-0. Philly was a seven seed. They went to the Stanley Cup final. I don't. I have zero recollection yeah. of that at all. I, I, for the Boston Bruins, were up three nothing, and blew it. Wow. All right. But they got to be there. Oh my God! How many times they'll show it, talk about it, and you'll see those former Red Sox players at the game. We will recap the betting action from the weekend. All the big prices that came in and win some, lose some. Coming up next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. How about this? Offered at DraftKings, will there be a buzzer beater in the Celtics Heat Series? You must make the shot as time expires. Yes, 45 to 1. And this was circulating on social media. How about the guy who has a parlay? I didn't know this was offered. Well, he has that parlayed with, will Joker hit a three-point buzzer beater in any quarter of the finals? 
I, I don't know. I, I've never seen that bet. But he, he has a $25 uh, free play that he puts in. And uh, that's a monster ticket if that's able to cash somehow. Derek White has gone over his made threes props seven of the last eight games. And that has been plus money. Although it's completely flipped now. He's a $1.20 favorite mm-hmm. to make at least three frees. Three threes. Uh, Brown to score the first basket, four to one. The under in game six, 212 and a half down to 208 and a half. A nine point difference now from game six to game seven with the total? It's a pretty big drop. That is. Barbashev, first goal, Saturday, 25 to one. That's another thing. Vegas used to be automatic when they would get the first goal yeah. of the game. And that's got them the last couple days. Charles Schwab, M plus 430. Finau, plus 550. Spieth, plus 430. Fleetwood, plus 365. Cole, plus 180. They all missed the cut. Big names. Oh, trust Big me. payouts. I know. I had Spieth to finish top 10. Yeah, wow. Still waiting for that one to catch. But how about Jeff Seeley? He does it again. Back-to-back weeks in the biggest ticket ever cashed on Follow the Money. He's on every Wednesday. He gave out Griot at 110 to 1. It got hairy there. And Jeff with a little text about, hey, how about this? I'm going to call. Whoop. Oh, he's in the drink. <laughs> double. So the double on 18. But he wins in the playoff. What a job by Jeff Seeley. 110 to 1 so, on Griot. I'm at a Memorial Day weekend barbecue yesterday. No TVs are on. I committed to this thing with my wife many, many weeks ago. Okay. I had Griot at uh, 95 to 1. All right. I'm the lunatic in the corner, avoiding every single person at the party on my phone. Senior. Sure. And then I noticed the double on 18, and I'm absolutely right. full panic mode. Like, what do I do? Amateur move by Jeff. Jeff sent the text. Sent the text? Hey, guys, how about this? I'm going to call the whoop double immediately with the double bogey. Uh, Brentford plus 245 beat Man City. Chelsea Newcastle draw plus 255. Crystal, that's like someone texting you, hey, Grio, looking good here. Palace, <laughs> Palace Forest draw plus three fifteen. Liverpool Southampton draw four to one. Anyone, anyone see it? What, what was the exact score? Let me know. It's four four in that one. Dortmund Mainz draw plus seven fifty in Bundesliga. Dortmund just had to win at home. They miss a penalty. <laughs> they could, oh Munich does it again. Hoffenheim draw plus three eighty. Bertha Berlin, plus 950. They surprised Wolfsburg on Saturday. Subscribe, be part of the team. VEASAN.com, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these tweets and videos. Eclectic mix as always. There he is. There's my boy. Happy birthday to my son, Jordan. He turns eight. And that's an old video of him in the neighborhood driving the car. <laughs> Piece of cake, yeah. He's got You've the had Jordan for eight years now? Yeah, he's eight. Damn. Yep. Yep, there's a little guy. What a good-looking beagle. He is the man. Great dog. And uh, there he is with the paws on the steering wheel, focused on the... Oh, yeah. There he goes. ...all time, right? Look at him. Locked I would actually in. submit that he's a better driver than you are. Yeah, that's possible. Right. So we had... I told this off here. I wanted to... We were up against it Friday. Had they, I got him the birthday cake, and he licked the frosting and threw up immediately. So I said, enough about that. Enough of that. That's well, what... what you said take it back. Instantly. That was yeah, I can't, I can't believe to. that happened. So I took all the frosting off, and then I, I gave him a little bit of the, you know. The, the he, regular cake, and he, he, he was okay? Yeah, I gave him a little bit, but he seemed okay, but that was no problems then. Right. 
All right, and here it is. Uh, I'll put it under Winsome, but look at Dortmund's yellow wall. How do you lose at home? And again, they hadn't dropped points since October, and they went 11 in a row at home. And Mainz came into the match, loses a four in a row, and, con and conceded three goals or more in all of them. Nuts. Crazy atmosphere. Yellow wall. Do you think the players feel the pressure? God, absolutely. And they fell behind right away, 2-0. I cannot believe they blew that. Lose some. Jordan Lyles. The Royals have lost all 11 of his starts. And uh, yes, run in the first inning, 12-1 and in his last 13. Tyone for the Cubbies, 0-8 in his starts. And the Oakland A's are now 1-22 in day games. You can't make it up, right? How bad is that? Lose some. Let's go to New York City. Guys, you're embarrassing me. Can you get up, please? He's taking the dog for a walk, and then he just lays down and rolls over and wants the guy to rub his belly, and he's not moving. And that's the end of this walk, and who knows when it's going to begin again. He rubbed my belly, came, he rubs the belly, still nothing, right? He's just he's laying there. for goes on for a couple minutes. Does Jordan do that to you? Not that move. But when you take Jordan on a walk, does he let you know, like, Dad, I've had enough, I'm done? Well, he'll say, I'm. he'll, he'll let... No, he'll, he'll say, I, I want more. I don't want to. Okay. He does the opposite. Okay. He'll pull. It's like, I want to keep walking. I don't want to go in. Happens with my small dog, Mickey. When I take him on long walks, oh, I know. They'll, they'll shut it down on him. Puts the brakes on it. will right. not move. I'm like, okay, this is fun. So, so a, a girl who works here at Stadium Swim, here's a loose sum. She was at work, and then she came home. Her brand new puppy ate her tips, actually ate the cash. Thirteen hundred dollars. Yeah, she, she put it on Instagram. Right, with the eaten money on the I, live IG or the reel that she put out. Yes, never heard of that. A dog eating the, and, money. And the look on her face. Sure. She's like, "Are you what?" Yeah, yeah. We got to get these girls on the show. They, the, the stories they can tell and what they see every day and how much money and the, and the sick bills as well. Uh, and and one bad beat. The other thing though, Mains they got the draw against Dortmund. Mains was eleven to one to win. They gave up a goal in the 96th minute. So, that could have cashed as well. Mm -hmm. Near miss. DraftKings Sportsbook, official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet $5 to get $150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code VEASAN when you sign up. There you go. Great job, guys. The adjusted win total on the Oakland A's is 46 at William Hill and Caesars. They are 10 and 45. I mentioned the record in day games. Three runs or fewer, 11 in a row, and 14 of 15. This is some outfit. I saw a tweet from a, uh, oh. a Bay Area media member last night, and I, I think the person is spot on. He said, because he watched a spot on SportsCenter, I think, on the A's. And he pointed out that the Oakland A's are getting more national attention this year for being this bad than what they received 10, 12 years ago when they were good they every single year and they made the playoffs. Yeah, He's right. Yeah. But we're looking at all-time stink bomb here. Yeah. And, and what the attendance is every game and what it's going to continue to be. God. The 2003 Tigers hold the worst record in 162-game season at 45-119. and 119. They had to rally in the final week to get to that record. They're their third of the way through the schedule. They're on pace to finish 30 and 130. Look at that. 30 and 132. Imagine if that happens. Oh. Well, okay, so oh. 
again, with their adjusted win total, something that is actually bettable here, it's 46 games, meaning they have to win 37 more to close it. But like, what would be a realistic second half? Because it, I would say, like, if they somehow have, like, 25 wins at the All-Star break, well, then they need 12 wins in the second half to go over. Well, what I tell you, what I tell That's you. That's absolutely doable. Yeah, as I told you last week, though. No, they would need, tw- I'm sorry, they would need, if uh, they have 25 wins, my math is wrong there, they would need 22 wins in the post-All-Star break to win. I, I, they're going to have 25 wins at the All-Star break? Schedule's brutal. I said, watch out for this schedule, and now they haven't won a game since. It's just Atlanta. Miami, Pittsburgh, Milwaukee. We well, got a double A team would give them problems, but Rays, Philly, Toronto, Yankees. <laughs> That's what's coming up. Eey. I don't know how they get to forty-seven wins, Paul. Wow, I don't know how they do it. I just think we. I might have to change my tune on this. And even though, yes, you can roll out of bed and on accident, you should be able to win sixty games in baseball, but not not this outfit. No, no. Wow. I've bet against them every single day for a week. Is the at least a week? Yeah, everything's in play here. Longest losing streak, worst month, worst worst record ever. All, all the stuff's in play. Oh, for sure. The the, the nineteen what was it? The nineteen oh one Cleveland Spiders that lost all those games. Uh huh. Yeah. Mercy, and I I'm with you. I share your frustration and pain. Only Bettman would do this because the NBA schedule's set. You know, what you can't move. It's a holiday. Why wouldn't you move the game up a couple hours? Saturday was ridiculous. You had to laugh. The second intermission and halftime going on at the same. But time. why does the NBA have to be at eight thirty Eastern too? Well, that's right. I mean, when we sure. but the I, hockey. I mean, it's I'll be old man here. Go ahead. When we were growing up, NBA games were on Memorial Day early every single year, every year. In-pocket plays, what we are betting today, coming up next. The guy has an algorithm to determine the winner of any given college basketball game. Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it. Take it. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you three to one odds. Nope. Five to one. Nope. Ten to one. You're right. All right. Back on back on track. 2-0. Luton, Coventry under two and a half in the championship final on Saturday. That was a winner. And Blue Jays won Friday with Gossman. Uh, they beat the Twins. To all the new plays, a lot to like tonight. What a good sports night. With the hockey in Game 7 of the NBA, I'm going over 203. I think this is too much of an adjustment. We were at 216 earlier in the series. We were at 212 and a half for Game 6. Largest lead under 18 and a half tonight. And uh, let's rock and roll. This game's coming up. League 1. Isn't this great how they do the schedule? League 1 promotion game. Playoff. Barnsley and Sheffield Wednesday off their miraculous comeback after they lost the first leg 4-0 against Peterborough. Came all the way back to win with penalties. Barnsley plus a half, minus 140 against Sheffield Wednesday for the right to get promoted and move up to the championship league. That's the League One match coming up also from Wendley. And I am now laying $1.55 
in the Stanley Cup final with the Florida Panthers. With what happened, gave that out a long, long time ago. Thought, well, it's going to be Boston. Worst case, maybe Toronto. Conference to win the Stanley Cup, East minus 155. That's a winner now. Leeds was relegated. Uh, and Sevilla, Roma, under two on Wednesday. That is Wednesday, Europa League final. There we go. I can't remember if we've had this conversation on the air before or off the air. Like, let's say something happened and somehow, like, you had to move to Europe. Uh-huh. Where would soccer go in terms of your attention that you would give that compared to other, like, sports that you've had, you know, American sports that you've grown to love, you know, since you were five years old? Because time zones, you'd be part of the culture, everybody there, it's a number one on. sport. Yeah, skyrocket. I think, I think soccer, honestly, would be my number one sport. And it's not close to being number one right now. Yeah. If that were something like that were to happen, uh-huh. you can adjust. Um, tailed some of uh, Nigel's picks over the weekend. The one that did not get there was Not- Nottingham Forest <laughs> Palace over three. Bless you, plus one ten. He liked over three and a half. Salute. So three was available, plus one ten. Didn't go over. It was one one. Was the final score? Villa got there against Brighton. That was a winner at even money. Uh, Kitayama top thirty. At the Charles Schwab was a winner at plus 130. Racked that one up. And then Cameron Smith against Brooks Kepka. I did not watch any of the live tournament, but evidently that turned into a a very much, it was an unnecessary sweat, we'll put it that way. And he beat him by a stroke. Share the text, what you sent me on Friday with the audience. Viewers. Which one? <laughs> About live. Weren't, weren't oh you my so- God, this goes out to... Uh, Guys in the cornfield okay. on Twitter. Yeah, he was watching because he was also involved on um, same bet on on the prop bet. Okay, he paid, paid the streaming thing on Friday to watch it, and that it shows how many people are watching at the same exact time. Eighty-seven people. You can't be serious. What? H- how can that be right? Eighty-seven people were watching the first round of the Live Golf Tournament. Yeah, eighty-seven. It says it right there. Come on. First of all, you need to wipe that away from the screen. <laughs> yeah. You need to have your people, your IT people take that off for sure. But 87? It's, I mean, think about it this way. I mean, they are still, like, they stole really good golfers. Like, elite guys who are some of the best in the world. 87 people watching? Yeah. Well, they got more money to burn, so I guess they really probably don't even care. Uh, I'm, I'm adding a couple of bets for tonight as well. I have to do it. I just, I have to do it. These numbers are, shop around. They are available. They could be moving very fast today. I don't trust the voters at all, but there is no scenario where Caleb Martin should be 40 to one to win the Eastern Conference Finals MVP. If they win the game tonight and he has 16, 18, 20 points, absolutely should be closer to, I don't know, plus 150. But do they, would they give it to him or Jimmy Butler and the other guys, Derek White? Guy's been phenomenal scoring. Most points in a game. What was that? Game five. He's hitting a ton of threes. He's playing good defense. And oh, by the way, we don't have a game tonight if he doesn't have the putback. So is that kind of valuable? Is that kind of important? 100 to 1 on Derek White? Uh, again, this Jason Tatum stuff, it just last year, and I had Celtics futures coming out of my ears last year. And I'm watching it like everybody else is. And I kept saying every single day, he's favored to win the finals MVP. Are people out of their minds? I don't know if voters will give it to Derek White tonight if he's good and they win this game. But he's 100 to 1 and Tatum's like minus 1 wherever he is. These numbers make no sense. 
but they'll probably both be losers and I'll hate the voters after tonight, but I have to bet them on principle. Another one that I've added during the break, uh, it looks like Ellie De La Cruz is going to get called up very soon, according to Ken Rosenthal by the Cincinnati Reds. I added him at 25-1 to doing the National League uh, Rookie of the Year. Kid's a monster. He's 6'5". He's been tearing it up at lower leagues. He smashes the ball. I can't wait to watch him play at the uh, big league level, so I put him on the board as well, 25-1. to 1. Take your sports betting game to the next level this summer with a VSIN Pro subscription. Sign up now, only $9.99. Get access to everything we do. Daily pro picks on all the summer action. 24-7 video access and the pro tools like the exclusive betting splits showing where the public and sharp money is going to give you an edge. Start betting smarter. Visit vcin.com slash subscribe and sign up now. Yeah. Fun night. The succession stuff just bothers me. God, that bothers me. Best show all time. People, come on. Where do you put it, Paul? Well, it's not even it's it's not even close to the because everyone's got the same list. It's not even close to Sopranos, Breaking Bad, Game of Thrones, Wire. I mean, it's oh, interesting, Lou. Is it better than Ozark? Yes, it is. It's better than Ozark. O- o- Ozark was yes. another one that was. I'm Mid-time telling you, I said this before on the air. Ah. There was a show mid to mid 2010s called Banshee. It's kind of the. Banshee blows yeah. away Ozark. Yeah. Ozark is not a top five show. It's no, not no top way. ten. No. There's no, no way. Wendy, enough. Come on. Marty. Too, too many horrible characters and yeah. the storyline just got stupid. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Yeah. Uh, but I, I will say this. Again, having now watched the show, I like the idea of a, of a season going, or a show going four seasons. Yeah, that was, yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It's a very good show. But, there, you know, the acting is suspect, but uh, very good season four as well. But it's just, this is where we're at right now. Can anything, because you haven't watched the episode from last night yet. Can anything happen in the episode that will make you vault it? Make me what? Make you, like, move it up on the list. Oh, vault it. No. Uh, No. Nothing can happen on the episode. No, I got four years of, uh, I got 39 episodes here. No way. Okay. No. Not over those. Not over that Mount Rushmore. Come on. I also take umbrage with this, they haven't done a bad episode ever. There hasn't been a bad episode either. I mean, come on. Of course there has. Bore on the floor when they're just sitting around? I mean, that's a bad. But that's going to happen. I mean, even Breaking Bad did that. They spent the whole hour looking for a fly in a, right. in a room. I mean, it's going to happen, but it's just that was that was brilliant television. This is very good. I wouldn't say it's brilliant. Um, but strong finish. Hard to stick the landing. Hard to close strong. I mean, when you think about that, that. How, how many shows have actually done that well? It's hard to do. Hard to pull off. Breaking yeah. Bad did it. Breaking Bad did. Uh, I don't the like Wire how... absolutely did not. No, that's fair. Sopranos did not. I thought it was... Well, at the time, that that's aged yeah. well. No, I, I, at the time, it's I like, what the it. hell happened? But yeah, then, I, right. Yeah. right. I'll, I'll give you another one, too, because I look at this once in a while, like best show endings. Seinfeld, Seinfeld was Seinfeld terrible. terrible. Uh, one that always makes the list, and I'm, I'm still like three seasons into the show. It's very good. I enjoy it a lot. Six Feet Under evidently had uh, a series finale that is just absolutely perfect. Okay. Dexter, awful, right? But they came back, though. Yeah. Right? Does that, what? Should, if they ended that season after season four, we'd be in the conversation. Okay. For all time. That's what I hear. Yeah. Yep. I don't know. I just, I, there, there's so much content on now. Uh, why start a show that's going to be... 60, and by the way, I tip my cap to shows that decide to go 30, 35 minutes. 
We need more of that. Not every episode needs to be an hour. Not every podcast needs to be two hours long. Short, sweet, bada bing, bada boom, you're in and you're out. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's incredible what Brian Cox, uh, he had a, it's interesting, he had a good career as he plays uh, Logan Roy, the, the, the succession, the dad and the main star of the show. Mm-hmm. But then he, he had a great career, and then he just went to new levels of fame and prominence with this. And then it was, he parlayed, and he's doing McDonald's ads and stuff, and now he's on direct TV, kind of like playing oh. like the same guy as the, as the dad in the show. It's kind of backwards, right? It's like he gets cashed in his chips, sure. and he sold out. What are you doing? Ba-da-da-ba-ba-ba. That's him. That what is... are you doing? Come on, you don't do that. You don't go from that iconic role where you're awesome and F-bombing everybody and to uh, doing McDonald's ads, right? Yeah, I, th- I think you'd be surprised at how much money those uh, commercials pay. Well, I'm sure, but that was right. I didn't think he'd sell out and do that route, though. All right, up next, Ben Goats covers the Golden Knights for the Las Vegas Review-Journal. He's in Dallas for Game 6. Other than the Stars have any chance to tie this series up at three games apiece has anything really changed over the course of the seven game series There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Looking to be a better, better? Of course you are, and tens of thousands of people have already turned to Juice Reel. R-E-E-L, get Juice Reel in the App Store. This revolutionary sports betting tool is absolutely free. Not a sports book, but betting intelligence app that's changing the way bettors decide what to bet on. With Juice Reel, connect any of your sports betting accounts, and your entire betting history loads in the app, giving you all the data you need to become a better, better. Sports bettors from all 50 states sink more than 700 million of bets into Juice Reel. This free app uses all of that betting data to help you find smarter bets. Juice Reel syncs with more than 300 sports books. Download Juice Reel to your iPhone or Android device. Free, easy, and essential to becoming a better better. JuiceReel.com. Download the Juice Reel app today. R-E-E-L, Juice Reel. 
So we do have a game six tonight as well in the NHL. Western Conference Finals. Golden Knights taking on the Dallas Stars in Dallas. Ben Goats does a great job covering the Golden Knights for the Las Vegas Review Journal, and he is in Dallas for this game tonight. Ben, thanks so much for the time today. How you been? Hey, not too bad. Thanks for having me. Good to be back in Dallas, I guess, after leaving about 48 hours ago. Yeah. So, you know, I was going to ask you kind of like what has changed to get to this point after the Golden Knights took a 3-0 series lead. Ottinger, of course, was bad in that game, but he's bounced back. But also, I think, like, really not much, right? Because if you go back over the, and look at the first two games and how they played out, the Golden Knights probably should not have led two games to none. Yeah, they obviously won two overtime games, so two really close games to get a 2-0 series lead. Then, of course, you know, Game 3 is kind of a little bit uh, of a gong show. But <laughs> I do think the Stars have turned some things around. I mean, you mentioned... Uh, Jake Ottinger, who has completely flipped his game uh, late in this series. He was really bad the first three games. Obviously got pulled after giving up three goals on five shots uh, in game three. And then since then, it felt like he's been lights out. He saved uh, 64 of the 68 shots he's faced uh, the last two games. He's 4-1 and one in elimination games in his very young playoff career. Two runs so far with a 9.49 save percentage. So he's just ridiculous when his back uh, is against the wall. Uh, one of the other things I think has changed is that the Stars have definitely upped the intensity on the forecheck. They're forcing more turnovers behind mm-hmm. the night's goal line. They're disrupting uh, their breakouts. I mean, Bruce Cassidy's talked about, especially on whatever side the puck is on. The Stars are really going heavily uh, after that, and the Knights haven't done a good enough job kind of varying uh, their breakouts to make sure they're exiting their zone you know, easier and with Possession, the Stars have done a really good job disrupting that. So that's something for sure the Knights are going to have to figure out because that's leading to more offensive chances for the Dallas Stars, more uh, opportunities for Aiden Hill to have to come up with big saves, which he has for the most part the last two games, but that's certainly not the formula the Knights have used to get to this point where they're one win away from the Stanley Cup final. So we'll see if they're able to make some adjustments tonight. The other thing that surprises me, uh, two things actually, is in good point about the the turnovers. But they used to be automatic when they would get that first goal, and and they would they would win the game. And it's also the blown leads. I mean, they are scoring, and Dallas is answering almost immediately in these last two games, several times. Yeah, absolutely. It's only coming like two, three shifts uh, after the night's score. And yeah, the first two rounds they won every single game they scored first in, which weren't that many because they were giving up the first goal a lot in the playoffs. Then, yeah, finally, these last uh, three games, but obviously the last two games, they score first, and then Dallas, boom, comes right back where the Knights take one nothing leads, then it's 1-1. The Knights go up 2-1, boom, it's 2-2. And then Dallas has been the one finding that third goal. I mean, you look at the last two games, it's 2-2 after two periods in both. If the Knights get the next goal in either of those games, you're feeling really good about the fact that, hey, they're probably on their way to their second Stanley Cup final. Instead, it's Dallas finding a way to break through, and that's why this series is still going. So the Knights are going to need to find a way to either protect those leads a little bit better or a little bit longer, because certainly they haven't had them for long. I think they led for less than four minutes total last game. Or they're really going to need to find a way to get a third goal past Ottinger, because just scoring two, and I think relying on Aiden Hill to be as good mm-hmm. as he had, the last few games is probably not 100% what they want to do to advance. 
Okay, so then if you trust anybody to get one past Ottinger tonight, Barbashev has been really good. Had the first goal the other night. Uh, scored two games before then as well, which was a big goal as well. I think that put him up 3 nothing in that game, maybe 2 nothing if I recall correctly. But Stone, does he get it done tonight? Do you trust Eichel to go out there and be the man on the ice? Who, who do you trust for the Golden Knights to get it done? I think it's Eichel. Um, I think he's been so, so good this series, despite the fact that he has no goals to show for it. Uh, so far, he has a team leading 17 shots on goal. I mean, he's creating so many chances all over the ice. Uh, you mentioned the Barbashev goal uh, in Game 5. That really comes from Eichel basically having two guys go after him uh, in the offensive zone, and neither one of them you know, really gets the puck from him and just creates a loose puck that Barbashev is able to pick up. So I think he's been playing... I mean, really well, obviously, the entire postseason. But I think he's looked you know, pretty close to as dangerous as you can get for a player that doesn't have a goal in a series. So you just have to expect with a law of averages, he's going to break through at some point if he continues to create you know, three shots a goal a game like he has throughout this series. So if you're the Knights, I think he's the guy that you're looking to of, you know, if this guy can break through then all of a sudden I think a lot of people on the bench are going to start to feel more confident that we're going to push through tonight. What would your reaction have been back in October or November if I told you that Aiden Hill was going to be as good as he's been here in this recent run in the playoffs? A definite surprise and definitely feeling that, that, you know, Sean Burke, low-key, obviously Bruce Cassidy, deserved a lot of attention for the Jack Adams Award for Coach of the Year, wasn't a finalist, but I mean, listen, if there was an Assistant Coach of the Year award, I think Sean Burke is right up there. He's done outstanding work with the Knights goaltenders this year, getting Laurent Brassois to play the best hockey of his career, obviously getting Logan Thompson for most of the year uh, to be an all-star as a rookie. And now, I mean, Aiden Hill just continuing to perform really well in these pressure situations that he's never been in before. I think it's a credit to the work that Burke has uh, done with Hill, getting him to be a little bit more calm and patient in that, uh, rely on his size because he's so big um, to do a lot of the work for him to trust the defensive system uh, in front of him and not you know feel like he has to fly around making these crazy saves. He obviously can uh, when he has to, as we've seen the last couple of games, but he's been a lot better about staying on his feet and not chasing the game uh, as much. So it's been really impressive. It's been totally surprising. I mean, this was the guy that I got from the San Jose Sharks for a fourth-round pick. Not a whole heck of a lot to give up for a guy that's the starting goaltender right now on a team that might go to the Stanley Cup final. So uh, it's been a crazy ride for Aiden Hill, but he's really stepping up for this team right now. When you travel around the country and you talk to uh, other fans or read social media of the opposing teams or talk to other maybe players or people with uh, different organizations, what's the uh, reaction to this organization, the fact that they could go to the second Stanley Cup final in six years of existence. Is it jealousy? Is it good for them, great organization, or is it a mixed bag? I think it's a mixed bag, right? I think there are still obviously those fans that you know are jealous or resentful in the fact that, uh-huh. you know, I mean, going to four now semifinals in six years, potentially a second Stanley Cup final in two years. A lot of teams haven't done that in the last two decades, right? Yep. So I think there are definitely some built-in hurt feelings of how come this team gets to have it all right now so quickly. And I think you even would have seen that turned against Seattle a little bit. If Seattle had won that game seven against Dallas and it was a Vegas Seattle uh, conference final about why are these teams jumping to the top of the pile when we've been here 
for so long. But I do think, you know, there are enough guys on this team that people like seeing that I think there is some level of excitement that this team has gone this far as well. I mean, I mentioned Eichel. This is a guy that's been a really well-known figure in this league, you know, number two overall pick in 2015, really now starting to break out and shine on his own. And I think that's been exciting for a lot of people to see, you know, that have followed his career. There are a lot of people from the original team still around that I think people have come to like throughout their runs with the Golden Knights, like William Carlson, Jonathan Marchessault, uh, guys like that. So there is a lot to latch on to here, I think. If you were, you know, a neutral fan, a casual fan, obviously Vegas is a pretty, you know, fun city to take in the pregame show and everything uh, like that if you're looking for just a fun team to follow for a playoff run. So I think there's a little bit of both. And so I'm certain we'll hear a little bit of both moving forward here as well if the nice air indeed going to stick around and play another round of hockey. You can follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben S. Goats. Read him in the Las Vegas Review Journal. In 10 seconds, Ben, who wins the game tonight? Any any good feel for it? I don't have a good feel for it. The Knights yeah. are going to have to survive, I think, a really strong first period from the Stars and Jamie Ben back to the lineup. If they do, I like their chances. Fair enough. Thank you. Enjoy the game. Hey, thanks for having me. You got it. First Great. period's gone over four games in a row. Yeah. Great job by everybody behind the glass today working here on Memorial Day and hope you're having a glorious Memorial Day weekend. If you miss any of the show, you can get it wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Follow the Money. We'll see you. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.